right. Welcome to the AWPT podcast, Tom. Yeah, awesome. It's great to be here. I'm keen. Let's do this. I, I don't really know much about your podcast. I must admit, I listened to a couple of episodes just to get a little bit of a hang of it. And I was like, yeah. all right, cool, sweet. So yeah. yeah, let's take it away, see where it goes. Amazing. Yeah, because I know it, like last week we were meant to do the podcast when I got mm. sick with COVID. And mm. so here we are. So I really appreciate you jumping on. Um, have you had COVID yet? Yeah, yeah, we had it um, fucking January 1st. It was like, <laughs> Happy New Year. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. And then we, um, it turns out we actually had Delta as well. So we had the, um, apparently, the worst one. Um, and it was a bit of a ride. Like, it, yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty much what I expected it to be, to be honest. Like, mm. it was, um, I, I had always said in my mind, I'm like, I'm sure it's not fucking fun. Like, I'm sure it's yeah. not a fun time, but also I'm sure it's not something that, I mean, man, I could go on on controversial topics in this <laughs> forever. But I mean, like, in my personal opinion, I would like to see us not shut the world so much about it. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. And again, look, it's just a personal opinion um, sure. to their own. But mm. yeah, I was wrecked the first yeah. few days. Like yeah. body aches and fever and like I was like because when did I get it? I got on the Wednesday mm. and then on the Thursday we were meant to do the podcast and I was like oh should mm. I just like try do it like I don't yeah, have to yeah. my heart I was like no 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 I can't yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's really interesting like we've found that a few different people seem to be getting like either one end of the symptoms or another and like one yeah. is like what you got which is really similar to us which I don't, I don't know about you but we didn't get really any sort of sore throat or like severe coughing or anything yeah, we just got like-, like severe body aches and fever and like yeah. just insane levels of fatigue um yeah. and that was like for a few days and then that was pretty much it and we sort of just like lingered out of it from there um but the most annoying thing for us was it was it just fucking lingered hey like yeah. we got we got back to like 80 percent and then we just stayed at 80 for ages and i was like yeah. fuck um <laughs> we were really we were really blessed to have an incredible naturopath though that we got onto and she got us on a, a protocol and then that just yeah. like lifted it straight out of there got us yeah. so much better um and got that last 20 percent back but it was just yeah, it was more that inconvenience of just mm-hmm. like, oh, and that lasted like weeks, but oh, well, yeah. we're good if now. You're a business, like coach, business mentor. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, even as a PT as well, like you have to be like on top of your energy because people yeah. feed off our energy. So if, we're, yeah. if I'm feeling flat, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like <laughs> I just don't yeah. feel my best. And then mm-hmm. I actually was listening to one of your podcasts today about mm-hmm. you um, just kind of like, you know, showing up anyway. And this is more so like to, uh, on social media, not really like in-person kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, what would you recommend to maybe other PTs who maybe are feeling quite flat? Maybe they've just had COVID. Maybe they're just, mm-hmm. you know, in a, a little, in a low place right now. How do you stay on top of your energy levels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big thing for me more than anything, and especially funny enough, it was also during COVID as well. Um, is I've just had so many more learnings around. Like it's something I've already known, but it's just been a deeper embodiment of 
allowing yourself to be as you are in the sense that in the sense that coming out of um covid for the first like I, I sort of had it like maybe well actually technically i never had it so i did a pcr test and rapid tests and i never had it which was so fucking weird and my yeah. wife tested positive on everything you could test on and she was positive on but I just never tested positive. I haven't been sick for about four years. Yeah. And the one time that I do get sick is when my, like, I mean, I fucking had it. Like there's yeah. no question. Yeah. So, but the weird thing is, is I didn't really know when I had it because it, ne- it sort of just like lingered in. And then it got to sort of like the seventh day of when I think I may have had it. And I was just feeling an overwhelming sense of, like fatigue's not even the right word. It was like my life force energy was just stripped, yeah. completely, completely stripped. Yeah. Um, and I got to a point where I was like, I had this, I've, I've told this on a podcast before, so I won't go into a million details, um, but I had this like overwhelming feeling that I was dying which is really fucking odd because I wasn't, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't yeah. like, I wasn't, but it wasn't the symptoms that were making me feel like that. Like I felt nowhere near death, but I just had this, like, it was like my, I can't explain it other than like my life energy was just going to go. Like it was just going. And then I'm like, I remember being like to my wife, I remember being like, I'm just so done with this. And she's like, what are you done with? And I was like, COVID. But as I as I sort of said it, I recognized that it was like, oh fuck, I'm done with COVID as a whole. Yeah. And that's what was actually going on. Because um for those that don't know, um we live in Melbourne. So we have had Ugh. the fucking most of the most of the most restrictions. Yeah. Uh, most in fact world, like right? yeah most, most lockdowns lockdown in the world. The world. Crazy. Yeah. And um and it was in that moment that I recognized that like I had had a lot of emotions around the past two years that I just hadn't even processed yet. Um, and then in that moment, I was like, oh, fuck. And then I just started sobbing. I'm like, oh, all right. Like, fuck. Okay. I've held <laughs> yeah. some shit. Yeah. Like, I've held <laughs> some shit. So then like I went through that process of just like letting that go completely and moving through all of that. And then I was like, okay. I've got some work to do. So I went straight to my, um, I'm looking at it right now. I've got like a cool couch set up, which is like my meditation couch. And I was just like, right, straight to the meditation couch, laid down, chucked my beats on and just went to another galaxy in the meditation and just moved through everything. And I took like, that process was probably like four hours. And then for the next four days, I would have moments of just like purging for the next four days. And it was like, and this sort of wraps around back to your question. It's like, what do people do to manage their energy? Mm. The answer is whatever is fucking required. Yeah. And, and, wow. and that's okay. Because like, for me, it was like, yeah, just, I didn't, I didn't fucking realize it. And I didn't really like calculate it, but I was like, okay, there's just, there's just still a lot for me to move through here. And I moved through all of that. And then it was really interesting as I was moving through it all, 
I was having so many business epiphanies as well. So many like life direction epiphanies and just so many evolutions around who I am as a man and how I want to show up in this world. So it was like a four day transformation basically, but it it looked like from the outside, it looked like a four day breakdown and it, and it was to a degree it was a breakdown before a breakthrough, but yeah, my, my advice, I guess you could say is that like, you have to allow yourself that space, whatever, whatever it is that's going on. You, you absolutely have to, if that, if your body is seeking it, like you must honor that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so, cause that was going to be one of my questions that kind of popped in my head. You know, it's like, so would you recommend like meditating to work through it? But then like you mm. like kind of just said, it's going to look different for everyone. And this is something, mm. so it took, because I listened to that podcast. So mm. it took a while for it to actually like come up. Mm. Quite a, um, an optimistic person. Mm. So just allowing yourself to have the space. Mm. Um, but then also like, was it like an in the moment, like, well, yeah, what? Like it was in that moment yeah. where you just kind yeah. of broke down. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like, um, it was like, we just started to get all of our momentum back and everything like that for the year ahead. And then January 1st, also like Adelaide borders opened up as well. And we're like, all right. Cause for those that don't know, real quick rundown, um, we're a business and personal development company and we run um, our events all around Australia and Adelaide is where we run our one day event. And yeah, January 1st, uh, Adelaide's borders opened and we we're like, all right, fuck yeah, we're on finally. Like we are finally out of this bullshit and we are on. And um, and then and then the universe was like, uh, <laughs> not quite yet. <laughs> I've got a little bit more of a plan for you first. So then, yeah, we then we had COVID and then we got to the end of it and it was like, um. It, yeah, it sort of did come out of nowhere, but it was sort of like, I think COVID needed to help take me on mm. such a journey mm. and take me into such a, like, I guess you could say rock bottom place mm-hmm. that it was like, do you see it yet, Tom? Like, do you see what you've been bottling yet? And I was like, oh, damn, got it. Yeah. Um, and, then I, and then I saw it. And when I say like, take me to a rock bottom place, one of the biggest things was because um, Dim had my wife, she had COVID before me and it kicked in for her first and everything. And she had a day, she had a night, sorry, where she had like unbearable body aches. And like, I couldn't touch her skin to massage her because her skin was just like on fire. And it just felt like razor blades. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, all right, I need to, I need to, there's, there's got to be something here. And then I called the naturopath and I was like, um, this is what's going on with her. This is where we're at. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh yeah, cool. Awesome. So what we're going to do is we're going to put her a protocol of blah, 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 and then we're going to fight the cytokine storm with this. And then we're going to do this. And then worst case scenario, she can go get monochrono antibodies and then this, 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 and then also she can get into this and then we can do an intravenous drip of this, this, and this, but I don't reckon we need to do any of it. And so she just like laid out all these solutions. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> The only advice we get is isolate. Mm. And, in, and unless you experience 
X, Y, and Z, just isolate. If you experience X, Y, and Z, you go to hospital. But the X, Y, and Z includes like blue lips. Um, your pulse oximeter is like nothing, like 90%. And then all these other symptoms, which means you're pretty fucked. Like if you get to that level, like you're in serious fucking trouble. And it's like, so unless you're at a level where you need to be, you need serious medical intervention, their only advice is isolate, monitor symptoms. And I just remember feeling so much rage because I remember being like, are you fucking joking? Like I just spoke to someone and she's got basically an entire playbook of mm-hmm. things that we can do to help people move through this better. Um, but no. Nah. And I'm like, why the fuck? Like, are they not talking about the fact that you can go get antibodies for a start? Like, why are they not talking about that? And they're like, oh, they're not allowed to advertise it. They reckon it creates vaccine hesitancy. And like, I was just like, oh no. So then (laughs) this was like, this was like my rock bottom in the sense that it just threw me into this like so much rage and then bottled up because I was like, this is just a joke. And Mm -hmm. then, and then it lingered and it lingered and it lingered. And Dim's like, what are you, what are you sick of? And I was just like, kaboom. (laughs) And then, yeah. And then I moved through it all, which is fantastic. And I think, I've got a whole new level of respect for unconscious bottling as well. Like mm. we we are consistently in so many different personal development spaces ourselves to ensure that we're always re- remaining in integrity with what we're teaching and everything. Mm. And and then it's like, yeah, but no one is immune to sometimes bottling things into their shadow. And then I was just so surprised that I just bottled it so much, which I didn't realize that I had. Um, but then I think, I think what's important is what you do once you do recognizing, once you do recognize your bottling things, like, do you then actually suppress it or do you then actually address it? Mm, yeah. Mm. And well, cause I think that takes again, just like a real level of like self-awareness, but then mm. again, like you said in the podcast, you know, none of us have been through this kind of thing before. So mm. how do you navigate something that well you mm. never that you're not prepared for mm, mm. yeah yeah you do the best you can yeah, yeah. that's right and you surround yourself with other leaders yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and it's been like that like there is no playbook for like that was the other thing that we recognized the other day is um we just we like, we like looked at things and we're like okay fully subjective here like we've been on the equivalent of house arrest for like mm. 300 it was something like 350 days it was like almost an entire year but then the worst part about it is it was speckled over two years so it was sort of like you're in you're in house arrest and then you're out just enough to taste the freedom and then you're back in and then we just looked at it and we're like oh we're like that's actually really fucking rough yeah. Like we're like, that's actually really not a natural thing. Like I think, I think now that things in so many ways have gone back to like quote unquote normal, mm. and even that's a whole different conversation. But I think since so many things have gone back to quote unquote normal, a lot of us can sort of just forget how fucking bizarre it was. Yeah. Like the last two years have been a freaking ride. And I feel like this podcast is this episode's already f- like creating its own theme here. It's like the last two years have been literally 
the most earth shifting thing that's ever really happened. Probably ever. Like probably even including the world wars. Wow. Like yeah. it is one of the most bizarre and fast moving shifts that we have ever had. Mm. And it happened in the space of two years. So mm. it's like, so if you are feeling fatigued, you are feeling depressed, you are feeling not yourself, you've got brain fog, you've got health issues, you've got who, whatever the hell it might be. It's like, okay, you need to address that. But also you need to do it with a really healthy dose of fucking kindness for yourself because it's yeah. been it's been a ride. Yeah. Well, for sure. And, and I think everyone's dealt with it differently. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like you said, holding space for yourself, being kind to yourself is so important. Cause I know that even for myself, like there was so much sadness and anger and just like so much like fucking frustration because so I was training people at a commercial gym. So fitness mm. first. Mm. Um, I don't know if I should have just dropped the name. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that uh, the way. You're just laying out facts. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's all like a, just a personal experience. Mm. Um, the way that they handled that whole thing for coaches, in my opinion, was disgusting. Mm. But a lot of what we saw just... And it till this day infuriates me. Um, mm. So, and I'm sure like a lot of other PTs can and coaches can relate to like what I kind of went through, what you went through. Mm. Um, my whole place of work was like taken away from me. And so, mm. but that's one of the magical things, right? Is that we get the chance to pivot. So mm. I think for a long time, like I tried to stay optimistic like it's fine mm. we're gonna get through this and then there would be like just like days that I was just like oh like so fucking angry and like so mm. sad and I would just like cry to my friends about it because they were going through the same thing mm. um but yeah I don't, I don't think I really allowed myself to feel entirely like how much it actually got to me Mm. that whole experience mm. but it's been I mean I'm a big believer in like everything kind of happens for a reason mm. so now I feel like more than ever that I'm in alignment of working towards mm. being at like my most aligned self with my clients and this is something that we discussed mm. um, on our coaching call is yeah just no longer like conforming to the space that I was in. Mm. And now that I'm in like my own space, I train people out of my garage um, and kind of do like an online thing. Um, I, I feel like I'm a little bit, I don't know how, what the right word is, but maybe like more like safe to be myself. So it was mm. like, I see like the blessing in the whole thing as well. Mm. Definitely mm. a lot of anger and sadness, but it was also like a great learning opportunity for me as a person, as a business owner. Mm. Um, yeah. I think, I think on that point of like, you're optimistic. I think people need to separate the micro from the macro. So it's like yeah. in the macro, you might be a really optimistic person. And that's fantastic because if you're not an optimistic person in the macro, you're like, the world's going to shit and then it's just going to go to shit and to shit and to shit and there's not a silver lining in it. Like 
trigger warning, but like, you're not going to make it Mm. just truth, you know? And a lot of people have not, you know, that they can't in the macro see that it's all a blessing. Right. Mm. But I think what can happen is people fall into this like toxic optimism where they're like, oh no, I'm optimistic about it. And therefore in the micro, in the day-to-day, they're getting the fuck beaten out of them. And they're like, ha ha, no, I'm fine. It's like, (laughs) no, no, like it's okay that you're not fine in the micro. So Mm. in the day-to-day, if you're having a really big struggle, that's just that's just acceptance. That's just being authentic with yourself. That's just being real. It's like, if this really, really, truly hurts, don't try and don't fucking lie to yourself. Mm. You know, don't lie to yourself and, and tell yourself that you're optimistic. I get that you're optimistic in the macro and that's fantastic. And that's where I've always been in a place of because I've, I had a lot of really correct predictions over the last two years. Mm. The second that we came because we, we were living over in Bali when, when shit first hit the fan and then we had to come back. And then I remember taking a day where I just like observed everything and I was like, okay, here's what I think is going to happen. Mm. And I was incredibly accurate and I created the 60DR and I created all of these programs to help people through all of that. And it was incredibly accurate. And it's like, so even now where I see the trajectory of the world headed, I'm like, it's going to be rough, but like super optimistic. Like I think there's an incredible revolution happening in an awesome fucking way. And I'm so excited for that, but that doesn't mean that I have to lie about the day-to-day stuff if I'm having a challenge in the day-to-day. And I think a lot of people are doing that. They're like, no, but I'm optimistic. So I'm like, I'm cool. And it's like, if you are, you are, but if you're not, you've you've got to be real with yourself and and another question i would ask is like okay for someone like yourself who's really angry around the ways that things have been handled like let's say someone's really angry on the way on the fact that like people could go out and they could do x y and z but they can't be in a gym working on their actual health right look that's something to be angry about and let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're like, yeah, I was real angry about that. My question for you would be like, okay, cool. And then what happened with that anger? Like, where did it go? Mm. Like, where did it go? (laughs) And that's when people start recognizing like, well, it won't go anywhere if it doesn't go anywhere. Like, did it, did it go into a, did it go into a, a boxing bag like every ounce of it like did it all go there did it go into your pillow as you primarily screamed your fucking lungs out like did it did that energy go mm. and a lot of people would answer that with i didn't go anywhere and i would say well if it didn't go anywhere it's in you right now still and it's yeah. it, it's gonna it's gonna do something within you yeah. Like it's it's either going to slow, it's going to lay dormant at first and then it's slowly going to start to niggle and niggle and niggle. And I'm a big believer as well that like a lot of, a lot of our health illnesses and everything like that is internal emotions that are blocked and haven't been processed. So it's like if you're holding anger within you and it's not gone anywhere, well then maybe you're also having some like little weird health symptoms and things as well. Oh man, I was having so much of that. Like I'm extremely, I reckon I'm like heightened sensitive to it. Like if I'm, 
if I've like hidden an emotion from myself, bang, body issues, like almost instantly. And then I'll have a body issue and I'll like, first I'll be like, huh, I wonder whether this is something to do with my nutrition or my like training protocol or like whatever. And I think that for a little bit and then I'm just like, you know it's not. <laughs> like your nutrition's <laughs> optimal, your sleep's optimal, and your training's optimal, and you've got health issues. And I'm like, okay. And then I move through it emotionally. I ask myself, I start journaling, I start meditating on like, hey, body, I see you. I'm here for you. What are you trying to tell me? And it's like, bang, let go of this. Or it's like, bang, you haven't processed that. Or it's like, bang, sadness. And mm. then I'll allow myself to move through that. So the same thing, it would be like if that anger or the sadness or the whatever the hell it is, if that if you don't have a lot of evidence that that's really, truly, fully gone somewhere, then mm. chances are it hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, wow. Because I, I know for myself that so I used to be extremely depressed. So mm. sometimes I get scared that if I allow myself to feel it too much, that mm. I'm going to fall back into that um kind of state of of mind mm. um i do i do you're gonna me. feel it at transformer i'm so excited for that <laughs> yeah but on but i i say that as like a joke and like a shameless <laughs> plug but i also say that as like so think about it right so you're like oh I've and by the way same like I I grew up with a lot of depression like I grew up with suicide around me and all sorts of yuck stuff and there was a lot going on um and if you're like oh I'm afraid to feel this um because I I don't want to go backwards a step or I don't want to go back to into that depressed place or whatever it might be like you've got to think of depressed right? Like depression is the depression pressing of your emotional system. Yeah. Right. So I quite often find that the most emotionally, like emotionally expressive individuals are the furthest thing from depressed. And Mm. it's the ones that aren't giving themselves permission to feel their emotions are the ones that end up depressing and depressing and depressing and depressing. And then they're like, why am I depressed? Mm. But, but then I say to you as well, it's like, well, at Transform, you're going to have the structure, mm. the mentor, and the environment for you to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've had, we've at Transformer, we've had days where we've gone through deep emotional clearing processes or whatever it might be. And we've done that with a group, like, and we do really intimate groups, like I told you, like 10, 11 people. And mm-hmm. we've done that. And then one person's been like, um, not moving through it at all like just getting worse and worse and like insanely emotional and all the rest of it. And we cleaned, we cleaned that um, process up for everybody else. And I was like, sweet, awesome. Handed it over to our support staff, the rest of the group. And I was like, her and I need to work one-on-one now. And then we worked together and all this stuff around like all this sexual abuse sort of stuff was coming up for her and that. Mm. And she just had so much pain and so much fear and everything to work through. And then we needed to work through that. And we did work through that and fucking whole life has changed. Her whole life has changed since then. So it's incredible. But I say that as an example, because um, a lot of other coaches or personal development things, and this is just the reality of what I've observed, Mm. a lot of things like that. And a lot of like, emotional entombment things happen where people like open Pandora's box, but they don't know how to put it back together. Uh, yeah. 
and that's a problem. It's like yeah. what you said with yourself. You're like, if I open this Pandora box of emotions, like, am I going to be able to put it back together or is it now just going to be like, yeah, and yeah. now the depression, the depression's out again or whatever it might be. So there's some, there's some merit to what you're saying. Mm. Um, like, okay, if I'm going to really let myself go into it, like, am I going to have the support? Well, yeah, you need to make sure you have the support to put it back together. Yeah. yeah. And so can you tell the listeners like a little bit about like what Transformer is and how it kind of works? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to sort of um, to give like a, a more macro explanation of what we do. So we work with high caliber business owners that are heart centered leaders. Yep. So we have no desire at all to work with the individual that's just in it for nothing but Lambos and watches and money. Like we are, we work with the individuals who want to really, really lead the world to change. Yep. And the ones that want to do that by massive, massive business growth. So first and foremost, we're a business coaching company. However, the way that we get the incredible results that we do is I would say 50% of the work, if not maybe a bit more, is deep, deep inner development work with the actual business owner. Because mm-hmm. people have probably heard the quote before. It's like, you will only grow, sorry, your business will only ever grow as fast as you do. Yeah. And, and that is true as true as true, right? It's like, if you're the one at the, like, at the steering wheel, mm-hmm. it's, sort of like, it's sort of like being like, oh, I've got a Formula One car. It's like, can you drive it? Mm-hmm. That's exactly the thing. It's like, well, yeah, you need to be a good driver. So at the Transformer, it's a five-day summit plus coaching on either side of it. Um, But the the essence of it is we do two to three days initially in person where we deep dive on every area of personal development for individuals. So it's basically like the way I see it is everyone sits down in the room. We go around with the scalpels. Cut the cut the lids off everybody's brains, open the brains up, rewire them all, pop them back together. Is that how you want it? Cool, awesome. <laughs> but like, but but what it is is it's like we go extremely deep on understanding everyone's belief systems, understanding all of their inner world and their inner dialogue, the conversations that they're having with themselves that they didn't even know they were having with themselves, um, the value systems. Um, their entire paradigm of how they see the world. We go deep into quantum physics as well, which is really like earth rattling. Um, It's crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It truly, truly is. Um, And then we tie that in with spirituality as well. Um, And basically what it is, is it's like, okay, what is your entire purpose on this earth? What is it that is your legacy? And most people don't know the answer to that straight away. So we go through processes and exercises and deep visualizations to help them get clear on that. Then once that's solidified, it's like, okay, who do you need to become specifically in order to actualize that? Bang. Now that's the foundation of all the inner work. And then once all the inner work's done, it's like, okay, great. Now, how do we send this message out to the world? which is like marketing and things, but it's more the way that we do marketing. It's more like how do we effectively communicate what this business is truly all about in a way that magnetizes people to us? Yeah. Yep. And then after that, we go through like ethical sales processes and things like that and the business structure and the systems and everything like that as well. Yeah. Cause that's all important as well, but that's what really drew me. I get like to work with you. 
because like I was saying, I have, and I'm sure like there are many of us who um, experience this, like I have a lot of things that I need to unpack. And there have been points where like, I'll get to a certain level in my business. And Mm. then I know that it's unconscious. (laughs) There's something that's like stopping me from elevating that step higher. Mm. Um, And so that's what I really want to get out of the transformer with, Mm. with you. I'm mm. so excited to just like feel it all and mm. let it all come out. So yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be epic. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be epic. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just exciting. It's like, yeah. God, you actually, you actually described it in an epic way just then. Like the fact that you said, you know, like you, you basically just highlighted the exactly what goes on in the unconscious mind. So it's mm-hmm. like, if, if someone's listening to this and they know that they need to do a thing, but they feel some form of block or they get to the end of the day and they're like, or the week or the month. And they're like, why am I actually not doing the fucking work? It's like, you just explained it right then and there. It's like your unconscious mind has something programmed within it. That's stopping you period done. Yeah. Like that is, I guarantee you that that's what it is. (laughs) Yep. And that's usually how it'll show up. It won't show up like you're going to go uh, get some new clients and it's like, oh no, we've got money money issues. Like we've got money belief system problems. That's not how it's going to show up. You're not going to, or else that would be the conscious mind because you're consciously aware of it. It's going to show up as just like, bang. And you're going to try and move and you're not going to be able to move. And you're going to be like, what, what the is fuck is going on here? Yeah. 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 And we've all had that. We, we absolutely, every single individual on this earth, by nature of their, their um, neurochemistry, they've all had that. Mm. It's whether you're in tune with the fact that that's happening or not. You might be like, that's not happening for me. And very kindly, I would say to you, the fact that you believe it's not happening to you shows me just how much work we really do need to do. Yeah. Because you're not even aware of the blockage yet, let alone what's causing the blockage. Yeah. Wow. So what would you say to someone who thinks that they have a blockage? Mm. Uh, I would love to say like, do this thing, (laughs) right? Like I would love to be like, yeah, yeah. Just do X, Y, and Z. I would love to say that. However, like being realistic is I would say whether it's myself or whether it's somebody else, you need to go into a deep fucking deep. You need to just go into an absolute pressure cooker, right? Because the thing is as well, is that our brains are wired in a way for us to not work on that stuff. Mm. So we've got different parts of our psyche. One part of our psyche is the ego, right? And the ego's job is to know itself. So part of our psyche wants to know itself. And that part of our psyche is enormous. And people are like, my ego is tiny. And I'm like, no, it's all the same size. It's just a matter of how rigid it is, right? So like we've all got an ego and it wants to know itself. But if you keep on changing and developing, it can't catch up. It doesn't know itself. It doesn't give a it doesn't give a damn about your growth it doesn't give a damn about your legacy it doesn't give a damn about anything else other than knowing itself so if you want to change Mm. it's not going to know itself so what it does 
through the unconscious mind is it puts all of these really incredibly complex pieces in front of you as like defense mechanisms so that you can't change. So you're, you're actually fighting a really uphill battle when you want to change any part of your life. It doesn't matter what it is. Like even weight loss, for example, if someone wants to lose 30 kilos, you bet your ass they're not going to be the same person when that's done. They literally, even at a physical level, there's 30 kilos vanished from them. Yeah. They're not the same person. <laughs> oh, good. Who's trying to call me? <laughs> my bad, my bad. Oh, good. Hello. No. Um, yeah, so, One second, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, good. So there's there's 30 kilos different about that individual now, right? So back to the ego, it's like, I wish I could just say to someone, oh, if you feel you've got a blockage, just, you know, have a, have a sit down for a minute, get the journal out and like, you're going to find it on the spot. Um, what's probably going to happen if you do that and you're not experienced in doing that is you're going to sit down, you're going to start writing things out in your journal. You're going to be onto something. And then the second you're onto something, your ego is probably going to be like, however, no, 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 and steering you in a different direction. Right. So it's like, that's the, that is the incredible piece around Transformer. It's five days and the days are like 12 to 15 hours long. Nice. Like they are enormous. So the funny <laughs> thing is, is we do the personal development stuff on day one, two, and three. But then the funny thing is, is day four and five, so much comes out because everything's just been marinating for so long. Like mm-hmm. you've literally had, what's that? 10, 20, 30, you've had like 50 hours of just marinating on like who you actually are and the ego gets tired, Yeah. right? So the ego is like, I can't defend this any longer. And then what will end up happening is we'll be talking about like sales on the last day or like business systemization. And I'll be like, how does this sound for your systemization? And someone will be like, oh, fuck, I need to heal my relationship with my dad. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. And it's, it's just like, it's so funny because it's like, I mean, it's so funny for us because it's like that happens all the time because yeah. they're like, this is so random. And I'm like, it's not random. I know it's going to come up. But yeah. like, so my, yeah, so my answer is like, you need to find a space where you can really deep dive for significant days, like mm-hmm. three days on end. And if you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. I would say, well, A, how important is it to you first, right? But B, say someone wants to work on something right now in this exact freaking moment, I'd say, okay, cool. Um, go get an Airbnb, turn your phone off and stay in an Airbnb for four nights by yourself with no communication to the rest of the entire, the entire world. Mm-hmm. Like don't even leave for a cafe. Like the most communication you have is thank you for the delivery person that delivers your food and you do not leave that space for four full days. And I can promise you then some shit will come up and you'll start to learn about yourself as well. So you, yeah. in, in the Airbnb, you're not, obviously you're not watching Netflix. You're not, you're not watching Netflix. You're not watching Netflix. Maybe you're allowed one book. Ooh. Yep. You're and allowed so one book and you're not allowed any social media. You're not allowed a phone. You're not allowed absolutely anything at all. You just have to sit with yourself. And some people might be just like, there'll be two types of people one that's like i could not do that the other yeah. is like that'd be easy and i'm like a good fucking luck it'll be yeah. easy. and then and then that's why it's like 
man, that's the hard way to do it. Mm. Like that is, like it would be way easier to come to Transformer because you'll make progression significantly, right? Whereas like, yeah, I'm basically saying the answer is like isolation for four days and see what comes up. Mm. But you better you better know how to deal with your shit when it does come up because it will. Yeah, I mm. definitely, um, I mean, well, what, that's like a, a meditating for four days straight, but then, mm. you know, meditating and just like sitting with your thoughts. I think, I don't know, when I first started meditating, I thought that like, I have to clear my mind of all my thoughts. Mm. Why is my brain always mm. like thinking things? But it's like, okay, mm. that's where the magic happens. Like noticing mm. what what are you thinking about? Why are you thinking about that thing? And then mm. let's keep going di- deep and deeper, deeper. Um, yeah. I have done, um, so you uh, coached Ryan Poulter. So I did oh, a, yeah. um, like a whole day, like immersion in nature. And cool. it was amazing to have, I think it's really powerful to have someone to hold that space. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, like yeah. I give that I give that isolation example just because, like, I don't want to just sit here and just sell the transformer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, case. look, I'm like, look, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I want to give something tangible that somebody could implement. But yeah. you're hundred percent on the money. Like, yeah, if you think you're gonna get, if you think you're gonna get close without a guide as to what you would with a guide, like you're delusional. Yeah. Like a yeah. well experienced guide has been up that mountain. 7,000 times. Like, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I know the transformer is going to be transformative for me because I've done yeah. it once with Ryan mm. and mm. I didn't even know that there was that much like mm. emotion in me. I mean, like mm. I did, but like just to see it all like come up, like we did like a breath work mm. um, and a few like meditations. And then each time we would stop and do like a meditation or like breath work, just mm-hmm. more and more stuff would come <laughs> up. And I sobbed for like 45 minutes, like mm. hyperventilating, like crying. Mm. And the feeling after it, I felt like the whole world had just been like lifted off my shoulders. And I felt so light. Mm. It's a beautiful, mm. beautiful thing. Um, mm. So I, I'm like, what you're doing for people is incredible. I think it's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. It's so rewarding. It's so rewarding. I'm so happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy to have you there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said to you on the phone, like I'm very choosy and very specific about who I work with and I don't, I don't bullshit people like, Often I'll say to people, I'm like, hey, like, yeah, this isn't fully aligned. But then when I do say, oh, this is a fuck yes, like I did with you, yeah. oh, man, man, I mean it. And, man, yeah. I get excited for it. Like, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Countdown is on. Yeah, well, that's it. I thought we could finish with a quick fire round of questions. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, go right. for it. Are you morning person or night owl? Morning, 100%. <laughs> Love it. Sunset or sunrise? Sunrise, hence the early morning. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Any good books you've read recently? Or a good uh, book recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> good correction there. I'm like, wow. Uh, okay, I'll give a surface level one and then a deeper one. So a surface level one is Legacy. It's about the All Blacks. Ooh. And it's, yeah, the All Blacks, like the rugby team. And it's talking about like how 
all of the lessons in the All Blacks can be applied to like business and leadership as a whole. So that's epic. And I'll give one more, which was, which kind of ties in pretty well to this, which was owning uh, to this podcast, which is Owning Your Shadow by Robert, uh, Robert, not Robert Moore. No, nah, I've lost it at the moment. Right. Owning Your Shadow. By Robert yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll 100% find it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really, really cool. Yeah, keep going. Pro- favorite protein powder flavor? Oh, vanilla, because then you just mix vanilla. up. Yeah, because then you just I, you just add whatever you want yeah. to it. Yeah, so I like I'm um, vanilla, but most of the time I add cacao to it. Oh, yeah. lovely. Mm. Lovely. Favorite post-workout meal? Favorite post-workout meal? I don't really have a post-workout meal as much as a shake. That's why I'm like stuck on it. So it'll be, okay, so it's like protein and then it's cacao and then it's peanut butter and then it's an outrageous amount of blueberries and then (laughs) a banana and then hemp seeds and chia seeds and everything, you know? That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's epic. Squat, bench or deadlift? Um, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like bench press at the moment because my lower back's not fantastic. So I'm working through some rehabby stuff with that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but usually deadlift 100%. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. One thing you would love to share with the world. Yep. Um, If you continue on the trajectory that you're on right now and you continue on the exact path that you're currently on right now, ask yourself how you're going to feel when you're taking your last three breaths because that's the only guarantee. That hit me. (laughs) I'm going to have to sit with that for a bit. That's good. Mm. And if you're not happy with it, change now. If you're not happy with it, do absolutely, literally absolutely anything to change that now because that's the only guaranteed is that you will take those last three breaths very inspiring question amazing um and last question where can people find you tom cool uh probably two places instagram over at the tom clark impact and then podcasts so walks with wisdom it's an epic podcast i listen to it at least once a day Nice. You've got like what ninety episodes to get through. Go, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah epic. I'm set. Awesome. Yeah, beautiful. beautiful. Thank you so much for jumping on today, Tom. I hope you so have a welcome. great rest of your day. Likewise. Thanks, guys. See ya.